Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Hey Show podcast. I am your host for today, Ethan, and joining me, as always, is my good friends Hunter and Kyle. Hey, guys, how are you doing? Hello, hello. Oh, I'm doing just swell. You know, it's going, it's a train wreck, right? I literally, 20 seconds before we started, <laughs> realized that I'm wearing the same shirt and hoodie as last time. I also forgot to turn the background on for the first 20 seconds. I have fun trying to edit that, Ethan. Good luck. Salut. <laughs> or maybe it's just a blank screen. Uh, you guys yeah, did right. editing it live thing is doing, doing wonders. It's awful. Like, I forget to do the, <laughs> the camera transitions. I forget to do everything. It's awful. But one day, I'll get good at it. It'll probably take a year. So hey, look forward to year Just four. Like one day we'll get the news for the week before we record the podcast instead of the week <laughs> the day after the one the, for the week comes out. Yeah, one day we'll actually get the news and then not be stomped by Sony or Microsoft because you know if consolidation if consolidation is killing anybody, it's our podcast because the news keeps happening <laughs> on a Tuesday. I mean, come on, what's with that? Um, Didn't this week come out like right after it was the episode went live? It was at, it was the same minute. It was the same minute. <laughs> it was six PM UK time. Both announcements went live, and some of you chose this podcast, and I'm very grateful to the twelve of you that did. But everybody else was too busy with Bungie to the point where I did for the first time ever. I did another tweet an hour later saying, "Hey guys, now that the Bungie things happened, please watch our episode. Don't ruin the metrics." <laughs> um oh man yeah, yeah i'm really hoping that that doesn't happen again this week nintendo please don't start don't start positions, yeah or direct or anything um we can only hope yeah, then we can then we can speculate on the nintendo direct for our 100th episode no because there's nothing i love more than a bit of speculation kyle there's nothing oh, yeah. more uh what will splatoon 3 be will it be a third splatoon we can only guess um, i hope it's a kart racer I, it, yeah you can only hope if only they follow the I, naughty I dog it's a card-based strategy game you know right okay <laughs> i had a dream about this this is a really random tangent i had a dream last night where i was thinking about video games and the dumbest thought came into my head you know how everyone keeps calling mario kart 9 nintendo kart because they keep thinking that all of these nintendo characters are going to be in it right yeah, i yeah. just in, in my head it was just you know it was like one of those stupid things that ethan just says in his head i'm like why do we call it Nintendo Kart? Shouldn't we be calling it Smash Team Racing? And then that I was like, so Giga Brain. Like, I was like, Smash Team Racing. no one's ever, like, why do we call it Nintendo Kart? So from now on, I'm officially tubbing Mario Kart 9 Smash Team Racing until we get an official announcement. I mean, even if there's an official announcement, that's probably the better thing to call it. Honestly, honestly, though, honestly, though you, like, you've got all these people. What are they going to call it? Mario Kart 9? Yeah. Of course. Honestly, Smash Team Racing's where it's at. That's what I'm calling it from now on. It's a better clickbait headline as well, guys. So come on, jump aboard <laughs> and give me credit and some of the revenue. That'd be great. Uh, but welcome back to the show. Uh, we occasionally talk about video games. Uh, you can find us on podcast services or on YouTube by searching for Hot Gamers Only. And who knows what we'll talk about this week. Shall we talk about the news that happened as we, uh, as we uploaded yeah. our last episode? Yeah, dude, talk about an anti-climax too, because like thirty minutes before or whatever. Well, I I was reading this all on my like break at work. I was feeding the information. Yeah, yeah, I got the because first it started with oh they're saying that there's going to be some kind of Sony news coming, and then (laughs) then I scroll down like two more segments and it's like oh it was Bungie. I'm like, man, (laughs) that's boring. (laughs) You know, like 
The more I think, <laughs> the more I think about it. The more I, yeah, the more I think well, about it. it I'm like, news. it's, it's a smart play. It's like it's a smart play, but at the same time, I think everybody was, everyone hate. We all hate consolidation here, but we do love a bit. Yes. We were like, oh, it could have been more fun. <laughs> like, yeah. like you know, everyone was like joking about the uh, Activision one, where people were like, will Call of Duty now be good? Will they actually release Spyro and Crash from the the Dead IP dungeon again? And like here, we were just like, I don't know about you, Hunter. My mind instantly went to Capcom. That do- I don't know why, but when I heard big news was coming, I was like, "Is it Capcom?" Because that's just instantly be where I went to. A bunch of people went to like a bunch of people I saw were like, "Oh, Square Enix is yeah, what they want the PlayStation to acquire." For some reason, I'm like, I don't and. I would mm-hmm. not like for either of those to happen. I wish they would stay as they were. You see, to me, like, Square is Square would be crazy, but I also just don't believe it. I also realized I haven't been writing timestamps, so uh, <laughs> we're just going to write them in our timesheet. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I when I think of Square Enix, I'm like, yes, that's Final Fantasy, but it's like I don't know if because Final Fantasy is big, right? But everything else, I'm like. Does Sony really want Kingdom Hearts? Because, God, that's like a legal hoopla where it's like, not only, like, I know they're they're all buddy-buddy because of Spider-Man and stuff like that at Marvel Games. Um, But it seems like too much of a hoopla. And then you've got all their smaller projects where I'm like, yeah, I'm sure they would care, but it's weird. To me, it was going to be Capcom. Balan Wonderworld. Balan Wonderworld. I mean, who doesn't want that IP, dude? That's just right (laughs) for the picking. Capcom would have been a wild one, too. Mm-hmm. Just as far as a lot of their IP are pretty linked to PlayStation, as far as like you know, Resident Evil Two is one of the most thought about PS One mm. games, and so it'd also forth. just be to me that I want to be. A, I know with we we're gonna get into the Bungie thing in a minute, and we do we do not like consolidation on this podcast. We very much made that clear last week. But now let's just talk about the what ifs and oh, that'd be a good move if we were pro consolidation. Yeah, it's uh, just fun to think about. It's, it's it's fun to think about. It's fun to just uh, bounce these ideas back and forth. But if Sony is moving to this PC and console future, Capcom would have been a great pick because Monster Hunter is huge on both PlayStation and on PC. Whereas like. To me, it's like yeah. Xbox, if they bought Capcom, which would also probably be a good investment for Xbox, don't get any fucking ideas, Phil. I know you watch this podcast. You're, you're one of the three <laughs> people that was like... Dude, yeah. that would be the one that breaks me. I would have to get an Xbox if it meant I had to play Devil May Cry there. Yeah. Mm. But it's like, to me, it was like, Xbox, you lose a huge chunk of the market. That's the problem, right? Is a lot of Capcom stuff isn't really tied to xbox whereas call of duty was tied to xbox even though it kind of moved to playstation now and playstation was more dominant it had its roots at xbox and a lot of activision stuff fits well with xbox whereas like capcom how much of resident evil's player base is on playstation and like how much of it how much of monster hunter is monster hunter world was huge on playstation right and pc as well but i think street fighter 5 might have been exclusive too yeah it was console exclusive yeah yeah um so there's that too so there's a lot of it so it's like to me that's where i instantly went to uh i'm also still just i'm just yours is capcom mine is sega if microsoft somehow gets a hold of sega i'm like oh god i don't want to play a persona on an xbox (laughs) (laughs) and as far as like 
The one that I would be okay with, just because they're not on the table right now anyway, is if either of them, if they acquire Konami's IP or their games division or whatever, just so that, you know, Castlevania and Silent Hill and Metal Gear can see the light of day again. Mm. So I'd here's be the pleased f- with that. Here's why, nice. here's why I don't think you'll ever see someone buy Konami, and that's because they have IP, they don't have developers. Their development side is yeah. basically dead. There is no... Yeah, no one's going to pay outrageous money just for Metal Gear because the creator is out, you know? It's like... <laughs> If you want me- if you want something that's quality like Metal Gear, go to Kojima. If you want yeah. if you want something like Castlevania, you go to the Bloodstained you people, go. right? You go to the yeah. like you go and find they've all moved on to other projects, whereas you all you have left is the IP. Um which to me makes that more of a Sony move than an Xbox move because I feel like Xbox is trying to get studios and IP, whereas PlayStation, I feel like, already has the teams to potentially make the IP work. I don't think either of them would go for it. Uh, yeah, personally. that's the thing is like, if this were to happen, I have to imagine that it wouldn't be, it would be like a licensing scenario rather than an outright purchase. Yeah, probably. Kind of deal. Because, yeah, they, like, Konami doesn't even, like, have actual studios anymore. They just, you know... They just exist. Yeah. <laughs> they just kind of just sit there in that realm of what existence. What do they do anymore? <laughs> Pachinko. Well, Konami is a... Mo- they do Pachinko a and NFTs, baby, let's go! Games. That's That's just... I know a Yu-Gi-Oh! game just came out recently. Oh, yeah. Classic. Do they still do, um... It's not called Pro Evolution Soccer anymore, it's called e-football or something. i think like that's e- still there yeah, though, it's called like it? e-soccer or something it was like yeah. awful in fact my brother was watching a manchester united game the other day and apparently it was being advertised on one of their electronic billboards i'm like oh no oh. classy <laughs> um yeah but yeah so like konami has bits and pieces but I, I think no one wants that like no one yeah. wants that i feel like capcom is the next one to i don't want to say it but if someone does get acquired it's probably going to be Capcom next, and I don't know how that would go, or whether. Why well, I don't want this to happen because we can talk about it, right? Yeah. Bungie is an interesting one because I love how everybody is going on this back and forth of, oh, see, Sony's doing acquisitions as well, and I'm like, these are two very different acquisitions. Xbox has taken two publishers off the table. They've taken Bethesda. Publishers. They have taken Activision. Yeah. They have basically taken them, which, hey, fair play, they've done it, I'm not going to complain about it, like we say, I I have all three consoles, I don't give a shit anymore, right? It's like, I can pl- if I, I'm going to play games regardless, I don't care where they go, unless it's Persona, I'm not playing a Persona game with an Xbox controller, you can't fucking move. <laughs> <laughs> the day that happens is the day I become a PC gamer, and I'm like, yeah, not happening, goodbye, and then I move on <laughs> into my next life of being a PC gamer, sweaty Cheeto dust all over my fucking keyboard. Um, but buying Bungie is nowhere near in the regards of buying Activision it's It's barely even in like Bethesda's caliber no but can you believe doesn't this make Bethesda look like such a steal because it was basically 7 billion dollars for Bethesda and Sony's just paid half of that for Bungie (laughs) It's like <laughs> that's like it's made Xbox look like they're the good. The thing that deal. always puts me in perspective puts me in perspective with that was that Disney bought Star Wars for less than what Microsoft bought uh, 
Bethesda for, I believe. Yeah. And that's like one of the most profitable fictional IP in the world. And look what they've, they've done, done with, with it. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, let's go. I mean, regardless of I heard quality, the Mandalorian was good. My favorite part is everything's the Mandalorian. That's my favorite part is the Book of Boba Fett tried for four episodes and then they were like, ah, screw it. It's just the Mandalorian. And then the (laughs) the next two episodes were just Mandalorian episodes and everyone's like, oh, the show's good now. And I'm like, it's because... No, it's it's just the Mandalorian again. (laughs) It's because they just took the first two episodes of season three of the Mandalorian and just slapped Boba Fett's logo on it. And they're like, there we go, done. Pedro Pascal's here. Let's go, move on. Uh, but the Bungie thing is interesting because it's at first when you first read it you're like what the fuck is this because it's like they are doing the anti-Microsoft in a way where Phil always plays this game he's played it with Bethesda he's playing it with Activision where he's like we don't know if we're going to keep releasing stuff on other platforms who knows and then when the deal confirms he's like my toy is now gimme Elder Scrolls 6 is mine (laughs) you can't have it Sony and then it's very weird that Sony is basically the the beautiful irony of xbox taking crash and uh sony then taking the creators of halo in the span of a week is kind of crazy to me um but the fact that they took them and then went no destiny is staying multi-platform and everything that they do is staying multi-platform to the point where they're not even classed as a playstation studio they are kind of the hierarchy of it is Sony owns PlayStation and then Bungie is like separate to that. It's very weird how they're doing it. Um, yeah, that is peculiar. But I also feel like that'll stay that way until it doesn't. You see, here's my thing is, I think it will stay that way for now because it's an interesting one, right? I think the reason that they did it was because, in the similar way to why Xbox bought Bethesda, was because everybody clowned on Xbox because they had plenty of decent multiplayer games they had gears they had halo they had forza they had nothing single player like they had nothing for single player fans so they bought bethesda and there you go (laughs) look at all these rpgs we now magically have (laughs) i mean it started when they bought obsidian right but you know bethesda as well uh the guys that make uh, hellblade i can't remember ninja theory ninja theory you know so Sony has basically done the opposite of that, where it's like they have plenty for single-player people, but if if Call of Duty went away, right, what the fuck would, like, what do they have? And now here's your kind of solution to that. And what I mean by that is, but like, Bungie isn't the solution in terms of, oh, now they get Destiny and that's it. But Bungie basically has made what I like to consider the second biggest game as a service that's ever been. The first one's Fortnite, obviously. And then I feel Warzone is on the edge of being second, but Destiny's been doing it longer. Um, And they can now take that studio and they can basically be like, hey, teach our studios to make good multiplayer games. And I feel like that's (laughs) what they're going to do, is they're going to take Bungie's knowledge of this field and go, okay, Naughty Dog, do you want to make factions not shit? Here's what we've learned from doing this for decades. And yeah, I feel like that's uh, what the idea behind this is, is a kind of I companionship. I think in the coming days, there was a thing talking about how PlayStation did have plans for like more live service games. After yeah, it was the 10. I, <laughs> reflexively, I recoiled at that. I'm like, ah, 
Those are great. Those are great. Uh, I was talking about Kyle Bossman before we started. There was a great bit that he did on his YouTube video about this, where it was like, think of all the great Sony IPs, and then he listed like it was like Killzone. Remember that? And then it was just like a load of like nothing IPs, and he was just like, remember that? And it was like, yeah, PlayStation's got fucking nothing. They really need to make some. Yeah, Legend of the Groom was one of them. He was like, remember that? The Last Guardian. Yeah, it was like... Gravity (laughs) Rush. Gravity Rush. Bring back Gravity Rush. Not as a games as a service, though. Um, Please don't. (laughs) Yeah, could you imagine that, guys? Battle Royale. Everybody's getting motion sick as they try and swing each other (laughs) into each other. Dude, let's go. Something about that sounds kind of fun. still see straight wins. Yeah, that kind of sounds fun, but, you know. Um... So I feel like that's the idea, but at the same time, three point whatever billion is a lot of fucking money for Bungie. It really is. <laughs> for yeah, it's crazy money. Um, so I don't know. It's an interesting one. I don't know, Kyle. Here's my thing, right? Okay. We we asked me. you we asked you two weeks ago what you thought about the Activision thing, right? Because you don't care about most Crash uh, Activision IPs except for, like, Crash and Spyro, right? The platformers. Apart from that, you don't really give a shit about Activision. Here we are again with another developer slash publisher that you don't give a shit about. So my question to you is, <laughs> how do you feel about this one as being someone that doesn't care about Destiny or anything? I had to look up when you told me. I had to look up what Bungie even made because I'm like, this name sounds familiar. Like, we talked about it recently. And I'm like, weren't they the Halo people? Yeah, they, they are. are. But then, then like, they don't make Halo anymore. No. They made this like... PS2 era game called Oni that looks kind of cool, but I've never played it. They made, huh. yeah, so they made Halo that up back. to... <laughs> that sounds like a game that's impossible to get. Probably is. Um, yeah, probably. They, they, they made Halo up to Reach, and then 343 made Halos 4, 5, and Infinite. Uh, mm. And then it, it took them three tries to... Uh, get it right with infinite apparently because i've heard four and five aren't that great but hey it took it took bungie a couple of times as well because halo one is fucking garbage there you go <laughs> uh it is so bad i i'm sure it was great when it came out but it's one of those games where it's like this is aged like milk it's like ooh, everything's got it just doesn't feel great to play but yeah this bungie acquisition doesn't do anything for me it's one of those ones where it's a smart i think it's a smart move from a company perspective but it is a boring move from a it's very boring from a like consumer perspective because nothing yeah. changes i know this isn't what they'll do because obviously the the whole th- their whole thing is like the multi but i mean if they were to make a f- single player first person shooter i would be interested to play it from <clears> them because as far as what i've observed of destiny you know the actual like gameplay seems to be kinetic and interesting See, I, at least right. more so, so on, than yeah. As someone who's had an in-and-out relationship with Destiny, I hated Destiny 1 when it came out uh, originally because it was so damn boring. And then Destiny 2 came out, and I was like, damn, this is still so damn boring. But it's fun (laughs) to play. But once the story mode was over, it's like, do you have five friends? No, get the fuck out then. Out you go. That's Uh, such as the reason I wouldn't bother with it. But if they made like an actual just, you know... And then it went free-to-play. Doom Eternal-sized thing. When it went free-to-play... Uh, my friends, me and my friends got into it uh, early last year again, and we played it for about a month, and it was so damn fun. It's like, it has, Bungie is, like, 
I used to think, and people go, is Bungie overrated? Because people used to say they're the best people, like, they're the best developers of first-person shooters ever. Like, they are up there with, like, id in terms of the best, like, created, like, basically the pinnacle of first-person shooter design, right? And I'm like, do I believe it? But when you play, when you feel the gunplay of Destiny, you're like, I can kind of see how they chucked this much money into it, because I have not played a first-person shooter that feels as good to play as Destiny does even though I don't really like all that Destiny has to offer, it is so damn smooth to control and play. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. my beef with that is more so a structural thing than it would be a, mm-hmm. how it feels in the moment. Just because I don't care about games as a service multiplayer games. Same here. And it's it's kind of interesting because I feel like doing this with Bungie, I feel like there's a reason they're keeping them third uh, party, and that's because they've... They kind of do what Microsoft has kind of done, where they bought Obsidian and they were like, hey, Obsidian, do you want to basically be our Bethesda? You can make a Fallout kind of game in the Outer Worlds and do you want to play? And you can make your own like kind of Skyrim ripoff with Avowed. Uh, and and then they bought the people that they were kind of saying make a better version of that game of. And they were like, oh, fuck, I guess we have two of these now. We have two Skyrims and two out like two Outer World Fallout games coming it was like it was a bit awkward right and i feel like sony did that because they they the recent partnerships that they're doing with deviation and the uh what i don't remember fire sprite is it the people that no fire that's Sprite is, is it that who are the people the, that made the assassin's metal, creed no who you know they made jade a deal raymond. Jade, i don't yeah. know what the studio's name is yeah. anymore though yeah but jade jade raymond uh they're both making games as a service multiplayer games and deviation for a fact is making a first person shooter because the two people that started that are the people that were leads on Call of Duty, and particularly Call of Duty Zombies, right? So uh, they're definitely making first-person shooters. So I feel like they're kind of... There's no point making Destiny fucking exclusive. Is it Haven Entertainment Studios? That might be that. Haven. Okay, maybe you should just call it Haven. The there you go. But there's plenty of multiplayer games coming, so like I say, smart-ish move, but boring for everybody else. Yeah. And as Consolidation goes, Consolidation is shit, but... Um, this is like a fucking teardrop comparison to the fucking tsunami that Microsoft <laughs> did the week before. Like, in yeah. my opinion, anyway, it's a lot smaller, uh, but still not great. And I yeah, do feel like, we are getting to that point where the dystopian future where you make three PR people angry and suddenly no one gets review copies anymore. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Well, not even that, right? It's just like having everything under. You're basically getting the Disney and the Warner Bros of the gaming industry with sony and microsoft and i feel like that's where it's and yeah. nintendo's just being kooky nintendo in the corner illumination yeah yeah like genuinely that they are like the uh universal studios where they just sit in the corner and everybody forgets that they're like one of the big three because like universal's <laughs> like that where people are like you know universal must is no one ever really discusses them but then they're like yeah we have the minions and shit we just make like millions by doing fuck all and nintendo is kind of <laughs> in that position where they just make millions by doing fuck all it's uh, like we made this thing that boomers like, and no one's gonna, no one's gonna buy Nintendo because literally they could be like, you know, here's six hundred billion dollars, Nintendo. And Nintendo's like, I think we're just gonna keep making Mario, guys. Like, bye. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. It's to me, it's it's all weird. All I've learned from this, like this whole experience, is my god, I fucking hate console fanboys. Like, genuinely, it's the worst, man. They are bad at money, but God, fucking PlayStation fanboys. Uh, they're awful. And Xbox fanboys, dude. I have genuinely, my new rule is I just block them if I see them on Twitter. 
Like if I if I see you have a blue profile picture or a green profile picture or spout utter fucking nonsense, I literally am like, <laughs> I don't even mute. I used to mute because I was like, out of sight, out of mind. They'll never show up again. Now I want the fuckers to know that I have blocked them. So it was like, if if there's ever a day where it's they the they money. come across it's me, about sending a message. It is exactly <laughs> Hunter. Exactly because the amount of fuckers I've seen recently. Like I can refresh my Twitter, and Twitter knows that I am doing this because they keep bringing them to my fucking timeline. Where they're like, yeah, <laughs> we heard you hate people. Do you want to fucking do it? And it's like, do you want more? Like, sometimes I just look at it. It's like, yeah, do you want more? And I'm like, no, I don't want to see fucking Timmy number 68 go. Like, oh, yeah, guys, PlayStation's taking the W by buying Bungie. I'm like, fuck off. I don't care. I genuinely don't care. And I don't get what what's the point of console it's, fanboyism in 2022. It's this, it's this annoyingly short-sighted, like, people only seeing it as wins and losses yeah. for whatever reason. It's dumb. I hope you know that they don't care about you. <laughs> I also I also hate the people, these people are the most annoying, by the way, who don't, like, who have blatant biases and don't admit them. That, those are the people in my mind that are the worst, right? I don't care if you're PlayStation Lover 235 and your profile's blue and all you talk about is Sony. Don't care, because at least in the smallest part, you know that you're a fanboy because you're like that. There are so many people, and can I say, there's a load of people who actually have quite substantial followings as well on Twitter and other social media platforms who are constantly and obviously biased towards a certain console or a co- certain company but whenever they're called out on it they they basically act as if they're like i'm not a fanboy and then they send their fans on to them to be like take the l and it's just like i hate it yeah. i'm not gonna name names classic but i fucking hate it like it pisses me off to no end the amount of people that when microsoft makes moves like microsoft are making moves wow and then when sony does the exact same thing they're like Sony is consolidating the gaming industry. This is bad for everybody, guys. And I'm like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you. It's like listening to the two sides of the idiotic argument flip when it's a different person. I'm like, it doesn't make you any less stupid. It's. Yeah, it just, it just know? pisses me off. And I just sit here and I'm like, at least admit it. Like, you know, it's like, I'll personally admit that even though I own an Xbox, right? I'll personally happily admit that I am more of a PlayStation Nintendo gamer than I am an Xbox gamer, right? I can happily admit that. And I can yeah. happily admit when I talk about PlayStation games and PlayStation franchises, I have a stronger attachment to them than I do Xbox. Happy to admit that. Absolutely. And so it's like, yeah, when we talked about the Bethesda acquisition being bad, I very clearly made it, even though the people in the dislikes and the comment section clearly didn't get the message. Well, like, <laughs> yes, I have an attachment to Sony, so this kind of pisses, like, the kind of annoyed me at the time because it was consolidation that I didn't particularly like, right? And it just it pisses me off when people are like, Microsoft taking the W, and then Sony haters mad, and it's like I'm a Sony fan, guys. I'm not biased in the slightest. I'm like, just fucking, just just stop trying to play the fucking game because com- at the end of the day, these companies. They don't care about you. Nobody cares. Like they don't care. Sony's not going. Yes, I love it when Eric does that. Let's go, Eric. <laughs> doesn't happen. It just doesn't. And I don't get it. I'm like, what's the point? Corporations aren't your friend. Either buy all the, 
buy all the buy all the consoles, buy, play on PC, do whatever the fuck you want, but don't act like they're your friend. Don't act like Gabe Newell's sitting there on Steam going, oh, the fucking Jimmy, he's our pal, he buys all the main PC games. Good Dude, work. did you see the size of the Steam Deck compared to the other things, oh, by the way? fucking huge. Have <laughs> you seen those comparisons, Kyle? I have, yeah. The one that got me was the comparison of the PS Vita to the Steam Deck, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, who invited fucking steroid? <laughs> like, it's like, it genuinely <laughs> is. It's like comparing, like, me to someone who's like a weightlifter who does steroids, and it's like, there's no contest here. What the fuck happened? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I have the uh, the sleeveless black coat I have. I can, like, slip my uh, Switch into, like, the inner pocket of it, but it will, like, poke out. I don't think I'd be able to do that with a Steam Deck if I were to purchase one. Dude, I don't... Like, I, yeah. I think you'd have to buy <laughs> like, another seat on the aeroplane if you fucking took a Steam Deck with you. <laughs> Honestly. Like, it's so... thing can't be too big to be a carry-on, is what it seems. <laughs> like, genuinely, like... The Steam Deck has always been interesting to me because it's like this piece of tech where I'm like, oh, someone else is getting into the Switch kind of idea that isn't Nintendo because other companies have tried, right? But then when I saw that, I'm like, fucking hell, like, why? Also, it can't run Persona 4 Golden, so who cares? Like, that's the yeah. Thing. yeah. Do you know what was funny? I saw something what funny. What else are you going to play? Hentai versus Evil, dude, because... Oh. Perfect. Because there's a game that's called that, and I saw that yeah, someone tweeted. I've seen the someone, title. someone tweeted about it. Someone tweeted about it that Steam had like someone at Steam had approved that as compatible on Steam Deck. So someone went out of their way to approve that, <laughs> but didn't approve Persona Four. Oh my god, that's hilarious! And I was just like, of course they know they know their audience. They know their audience. But now the Steam Deck does look like an unwieldy thing. It does look like an unwieldy thing. It's like, it's so big, it's like, what's the point of making it a handheld at this rate? <laughs> True, but at the same time, right, it's like, as someone who hates PC gaming because I hate the idea of having to do research to buy a game to see if I can run it, that's my main reason I hate PC gaming, is yeah, I hate the idea... It's a preferable alternative to that. It's... It, the idea of having a Steam product where it's like, you can get access to your whole Steam library and we're just gonna flat out tell you if you can play this game or not. I'm like, that's kind of cool, I like that. You know, because the thing I love about consoles is when I buy a Switch game, at least it runs on the Switch. It might not run well because fucking hell, we know what some <laughs> games are like, right? But, but boy, it works. At least it works. Same with like a PlayStation game or an Xbox game. You know that if you if it's on the console, it might be like Cyberpunk, but <laughs> but it's that's still an exception, not the rule. Yeah, that's not that's the exception, not the rule. You're hoping that you know because it's like when these PlayStation games or Xbox games come to PC, it's like, you know, if I want to play The Last of Us 2, at least if I play The Last of Us 2 on console, I know it's going to fucking run well. Or I know it's going to run decently. Whereas on PC, I'm like, I have to have like an RTX 3090 fucking super. Gotta get your your Asus motherboard out with your fucking 16 gigabytes of GDDR6 RAM. Yeah, with your ultra instinct high speed SSD with 62 terabytes teraflops teraflops was the term not gigaflops i messed that gigaflops (laughs) are so 2001 hunter god we're in the teraflops baby oh man but no um it is it's a fucking it's a huge boy dude it's a huge boy but you know if this is what it takes for for atlas to go okay persona 4 on switch then that's all it is yeah 
that'd be literally comical if someone was like, oh, I paid a thousand dollars for the Steam Deck, at least I could finally play Persona uh, 4 on a handheld again, guys. Let's go. Next day, Nintendo Wreck. <laughs> so <laughs> bitch. That would be so good. Hello. Be everybody's look. Be everybody's look. Uh, Hunt, did you, did you watch Ghostwire Tokyo stuff? Shall we talk about Ghostwire Tokyo? I sure did. And man, all right. All I needed from this game was to remind me that it did, in fact, look kind of cool and it does exist. It does. Because, I forgot yeah. it existed. Yeah, so it seemed like uh, Tango forgot that it existed too for a while there. Yeah, because they just they brought it back and then was like, it's out next month, peace fuckers, goodbye. Like, yeah. <laughs> but anyhow, like, the action in this game looks fun and kinetic in a lot of ways. Like, it seems, I don't know. Similar in a way to Deathloop as far as, like, the magic abilities go or whatever, but I don't know. These ones are more striking to me mm-hmm. <clears throat> as far as that's concerned. Uh, it's, it's like an open world. It's, it's a kind of sandbox-looking game, which I guess I could have assumed from before, but didn't actually have any confirmation on that. Yeah, it's an interesting one. Because I saw there was a load of... Articles and stuff like that. Basically, it just released, and they were like, "This again." You know how we were talking about how Square Enix. I don't know if this was on the podcast or if this was pre-podcast. How they basically dump everything out in March that they don't care about because they're like, "End of physical, goodbye, see you next Wasn't time." Wasn't that this episode we talked about that? Yeah, I just can't remember if it was either in this episode <laughs> or it was in the pre-show before when we were just talking. I don't remember if this is actually in it or not. I'm sure because I'm probably like, mentioned it on show at least once yeah. because I feel like we talked probably. about this. Yeah, frequently. but I don't, yeah. we bully Square Enix so much. I can't keep track. We do it, it on and off podcast, so that's how we can't tell anymore. <laughs> like I say, I can't tell if that was was that before we started, or I'm looking at the timestamps. I'm like, we didn't bring that up during Bungie, so I'm like, it must have been pre-show. Yeah. But I feel like this is also Xbox doing that, where they're just like, we have this requirement to publish this on PlayStation first, so let's just fucking release it within they a month and get it gone. Care that much because they're like, oh, we could just, we could just get an extra boost on game pass when that's they are literally time. going okay guys so it's coming out it's coming out in march it's march 15th i feel like that's the day the 25th i'm pretty 25th. sure it comes out the okay. same day as kirby i knew there was a five in it <laughs> i just took a, i just took a gander but um yeah so it's like they're just like march 25th guys it's coming out have fun they're basically just writing in their book right march 25th 2023 game pass release there we go that's what matters we'll do some hype again then <laughs> Um, yeah, which are the same, I'm sure they'll do that with Deathloop in or in July or August when it's coming to Game Pass in September. But it does look cool. I like how apparently it was the Evil Within three before they decided to do something fun. I think that's interesting. <laughs> right? Yeah. Where they were like, well, is... "Yeah, we were doing an Evil Within three, and then we decided to, uh, you know, just kind of let loose. Let's just have some fun with it." And then this is what I hope they didn't down. totally kill the idea of an Evil Within three. I'd like to see another one of those, but. It's cool that this... You know, Shinji Mikami's uh, uh, mind seems to spin off all sorts of extra things. Resident Evil spawned a number of spinoffs that turned into their own thing. Yeah, like Kirby. <laughs> like Kirby, And Devil yes. May Cry. I, I, knew, I was going to say Devil May Cry, but I was like, eh. It's like... <laughs> It's one of those bits of it. It's like one of those fun facts that aren't fun. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's one. It's one of those things of trivia that sometimes shocks me when people don't know any. It's one of those. Yeah. Did you know gamings where it's like seriously? Did you not know that? Like, come on. Like, 
I it's like missing no it's like if anyone yeah. tries to make you surprised with missing no you're like fuck off like get out like like i mention it casually every now and then to people and they'll be like wait what and i'll be like oh i figured this was just common knowledge at this point yeah <laughs> but alas it's not so now are you gonna pick this up hunter is there's gonna be one yeah i i up? am it's well, i'm it gonna pick up kirby enough. so we'll have a fun episode yeah, so there we'll have, we'll have a <laughs> double whammy of a podcast for then it's but. Doom and Animal Crossing all over again. <laughs> it's also in that week that that happened as well. That's oh like, my that's, god! That's it's the week after Providence. Yeah, it's like yeah, we're back. We're back at it again. Except I've never played a Kirby game before, so there's no like amusingly. Nostalgia. Amusingly, it's also a Nintendo and a Bethesda studio. It is Damn. exactly. <laughs> Where's Time is a flat circle. All I'm saying, guys, is I'm expecting some epic like shipping of the Ghostwire and Kirby franchises, dude. That's what I want to see, just like we saw with <laughs> Animal Crossing and Doom. I want to see the the whatever the the fucking what are they called? Like the demons? What are the Japanese demons called? Yokai. Yokai. Is I want to see like it? Yokai with uh, like Waddle D. Waddle D. Yeah, I want to see like that <laughs> shit. I want to see fan art of them like. Holding hands through Tokyo as they kill a load of fucking demons. That's what I want to see. <laughs> That's the shit I want to see. That would be a lot of fun. The traversal, like moving around in the area in the world, looks like it'll be interesting enough as well. Yeah. You see, I'm I, I'm looking at the gameplay. I'm like, That's cool, but they're still calling it in all the press and stuff like that they're still calling it a horror experience and i'm like it doesn't look like it's that's but that's what i think they're doing i think they're showing all the action of fun stuff and then i think you're gonna fucking play the game they're gonna make you fucking shit yourself and that's why i'm like (laughs) i don't trust you i don't trust you i feel like they're gonna hide the really creepy shit I mean, to be fair, yeah, it does look like they're keeping things close to the chest because, like, in this 20-minute gameplay thing, I feel like the enemy types I saw were, like, the same five or so, and I hope there's more than that, considering they're, they've got a lot to work with with cool, like, Japanese urban legends and just yokai monsters in general. It kind of seems mm. like the opposite of Deathloop. And what I mean yeah. by that is when we... I know we saw a lot of Deathloop, so take that out of account. Sure, but yeah. even if you count... The first couple of times, like, take the first two or three trailers of Deathloop. Don't take all 26 of them, out, like, into this. Just take the first three. I feel like we saw nearly all of Deathloop in the first two or three trailers. Like, I feel like we saw each of the four levels, at least a small bit, and I feel like we saw most of the premise. Whereas with this, I feel like everything they've taken is probably from, like, the first hour or two. So it is kind of interesting how they're going about it. Maybe there is this big... I mean, it's the evil within devs, right? There could very well yeah. be this very interesting halfway point twist or thing that happens, or maybe it's maybe it's a completely different game, and this is all just like a bit of a bait in terms of the it first couple really of hours. It would be really funny if it did. Like, it would be funny because the evil within two structurally it was like a kind of sandboxy horror game, and I feel mm-hmm. like it betrayed the experience in a way because a lot of the monsters that you were encountering in like the open ended levels were easy to just kind of turn the other way and walk away from (laughs) you had these couple of big ones that would like harass you as like little overworld bosses but those were also pretty easy to avoid if you just stepped backwards so if they actually managed to make that kind of thing but better and i think maybe leaning into the action a little bit more in this particular case would help that if they managed to do that i'd be down for it i will be i'm certainly excited to It'll be a last Bethesda game on a PlayStation console. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll see how it goes. Um, 
I'm hoping it's good. It's it was always it's always a game that looked interesting. Uh, it's also a game that I'm like at this point I'm like just get it out because I feel like we've known yeah. about this game for so long that I'm like yeah okay just get it out. Let's see what it finger is. guns for one of his powers. I've got to buy it. You true true. Um, <laughs> <laughs> very very true. Um, do we want to move on? Shall we talk about what we've been playing? I feel like we can do uh, that. Yes. Shall we do that? Yeah. Let let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, we'll let you have a break, Hunter. I know Ace Attorney's first on the list, but we'll make we'll let you have a break while you uh, oh wait catch up your stuff. What's up? Never mind. Oh, I was going to talk about. We never mentioned the Horizon business. Oh, do you want to talk about Horizon real quick? How scummy oh, that yeah. shit is. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right, so uh, I was trying to pre-order Horizon Forbidden West this week, guys, because it's two weeks away, and I was like, basically, I've booked the time off work because, one, I need a break because I look dead. As Like I, like I say, I'm wearing the same hoodie and shirt that I wore last week. I didn't even fucking notice. Um, <laughs> so I look dead, and I'm like, you know what? It'll be a good... I'm going to have the Friday and the Monday off of Horizon's release, so I get basically just get to play Horizon for four days. So that'll be fun. Be a cool little break. Hopefully I like the game. Can you imagine if I hate it? And then it's like, well, I've got three days to sit and think about what I've done here. Like, yeah, fuck. <laughs> a bummer, man. God, imagine if it's bad. Oh, God, I didn't think about that. Imagine being but, one of those people that booked off time for, like, Cyberpunk or something. God, oh. I oh, fucking hell, dude. Like, genuinely, I'd just walk. I literally, I'd put the game in and I'd just, I'd go back to work. Like, I genuinely would. I'd get in my car and they'd be like, why the fuck are you here? And I'm like, the game was shit. Undo my day off. Like, fucking hell. Pretty please. I'll just work till seven to catch up. I don't care. I'm not going home and playing that. You can't make me. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Um... So I went to pre-order it, and then I noticed that the game was $10 or £10 more. Even worse in the UK, it's £10 more. It's £60 or dollars for the PS4 version and 70 for the PS5. But it still has a free upgrade. So I was talking to Hunter about this. I'm like, did you, did you know that the physical for PS5 is still $10 more, even though they've announced the free upgrade? And I'm just like, I don't know what I've got pre-ordered. I didn't like, know that. Like, I pre-ordered the... I pre-ordered Horizon, like, the last time I went to GameStop, which was, like, a month ago at this rate. Mm-hmm. So I just said, yeah, pre-order Horizon while I'm here, I guess. I never specified which version. The people at the store see me enough to know that I've purchased PS5 games, so they probably marked me down for the PS5 version. Yeah. So I guess I'm just going <laughs> to eat $10 that I didn't need to, but who cares, I guess. Yeah. So my thing was, right, was I was like, okay, you know... I want to. I'm, I obviously want the PS5 version, but I'm not going to buy the PS5. I'm not paying ten pounds more for a fucking box that that's white instead of blue. But at the same time, I don't want the blue box because I'm a fucking lunatic. So <laughs> <laughs> I was like, come to crunch the numbers. We're going into the matrix. We're hacking the system. If I buy PlayStation vouchers from a particular reputable website that isn't, there's an actual website, by the way. I'm not going to like CD keys and getting some pirated shit. I'm talking about like legit stuff. I'm like, they do a discount on things if you buy it in bulk. So if I crunch the numbers here and get the download here, then I technically have gotten the PS5, the PS4 version for cheaper and then at some point in like a year or two when PlayStation games go down to 10 quid like they always do, I'll pick up a copy of the PS5 physical. Bingo, gonna do it. So then I go onto my PS5 with my wallet codes, feeling like an absolute baller, right? And I'm like, Horizon Forbidden West. It shows the £70 version. I'm like, go fuck yourself. Let me go and buy the PS4 version real quick. It's not on the PS5. 
They have fucking <laughs> hidden the PS4 version because they know fuckers are going to do this. So they've hidden it as up. if to say that it's only 70 quid. And they've also, they've renamed it, Hunter, to say Horizon Forbidden West, PS5 and PS4. So... Oh, jeez. This is what I'm talking about. This is how scummy it is. So the plot thickens, guys. Follow me on this trail. So I'm like, bingo, go to the website, store.playstation.com, sign in. There it is, the PS4 version, £60. It says PS5 and PS4 on it in the little logo. And it has three versions. One of them, the digital look, still says that one of the benefits of buying the digital deluxe edition is you get access to both PS4 and PS5, scummy as shit. Um, but now, not only have they done that, they've renamed the PS5 version to PS4 and PS5. So some people will be thinking, oh, if I buy just the PS4 version, I don't get the upgrade. So, so again, people will pay that $70. But then in the fine print of the $60 version, not even on the thing, it only says that you get the P- only the PS4 version on the actual store. But if you go into the description of the PS4 version, it says PS4 version eligible for free upgrade. So that's how fucking scummy Sony speak about this, is they're hiding it off the PS store. And then when you go on the website, it says that the $70 one is for PS5 and PS4, not the $60 one, although it's a free upgrade. Dude. and here i was having a panic attack because i bought the ps4 version i'm like wait am i not eligible for the ps5 upgrade even though jim ryan said i fucking am and i'm just sitting here like what is this <laughs> it's hard to take jim ryan's word at face value sometimes though to be fair i'm just like what is this though right i know i know we clowned you can go back yes go back to august 2020 or whenever the fuck it was and we all clowned on smart delivery and like what's playstation gonna have dumb delivery <laughs> sure yes dumb. they have dumb delivery <laughs> because fuck yes. me what is this it's literally cl- literally herman holst and jim ryan are sitting there putting their clown makeup on because what the fuck is this this is literal dumb delivery because and they know it's dumb because they realized they had to backtrack because they promised this game would have a free ps5 upgrade so they're being as scummy as possible by making it seem like there isn't yeah and it's, it's like so... fucking hell like, the fact that I had to go through that many hoops just to fucking figure out which version of a game I can buy. And I'm still sitting here going, you know, in two weeks I might be playing the shitty PS4 version because I still don't know. <laughs> I feel like the PlayStation Store tends to do things like this more often than not. Any like, I feel like I have to go looking for the base version of a game a lot of the time instead of, like, they'll always have the digital deluxe version just, you know, out in the open, ready for me mm-hmm. to buy. Yeah. But if I want, like, the base version because I don't care about their stupid skins or, like, three million Ubisoft points or whatever, I could... <laughs> I three have to million go and, Ubisoft like... points is worth less than rupees, by the way. It's about fucking... <laughs> I think that's about negative three dollars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I have to go and search for that. Yeah. But yeah. I think I think the problem is, right, and this is the really scummy thing, is when you get shit like that, and I know who you're talking about, you're talking about Square Enix. Fuck off, Square Enix, we know this shit. <laughs> it's like with Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate, when everyone wanted that, how do we upgrade it? How do we get our copy of the new version of the game? And it's like, most games have like the little three 
box thing like where you just tick it or whatever and it yeah. upgrades it whereas no for the first 24 hours square had hidden theirs behind a fucking search and then you had to you had to search for the game then you had to look for the ps5 version of the game then you had to press the three dots on the side and then click the ps4 upgrade to ps5 it was separate that was to the such an ordeal game. for no reason and i don't even know why <laughs> i bothered to deal with it the day that it came out when i believe it came out a day before like ratchet and clank it did. It, it came was, out on the same yeah. week. Yeah, neither of us yeah. played it for it. it was I didn't so play dull. it until, like, later. Yeah, and it's just... It's shit like that, right? But at least you can go on the... That Square Enix, not Sony. This is Sony being actual scum going, yeah, we're going to try and see how much we can bait 10 extra dollars out of PS5 suckers. And it's so fucking scummy. Because say what you want, right? But like Xbox puts all their shit on Game Pass, right? So it's like, if you spend $60 on an Xbox game, they're like, fuck, why'd you do that? You could have just paid $8 for a month and played it. Like They're like, yeah. they don't care. And when you do buy a game on Xbox, you buy it once. If it has an Xbox Series X version, when you then go and download it on your Series X, it will download that version for you. You don't even have to think about it. Whereas PlayStation's like, oh, I'm sorry, did you write, read the fucking instruction manual to get your PS5 copy? <laughs> Even when they have the free upgrades, like, it brings your other version with it every time if you use a disc. Oh, that's also why, Hunter, that is genuinely another reason why I went digital, not physical, because I didn't want to every time I turn my PlayStation 5 on, every time I put the disc in, for it to try and start copying the PS4 version when I already have the PS5 version fucking installed and they know that's the one I'm playing. I lived that pain the whole time I was playing Tales of Arise just two versions of it and be like, so yeah oh. cal you obviously because you don't have a ps5 yet you don't get this right but it's like i have both the ps4 Perfect. and ps5 version of crash 4 installed for speed run purposes nice. when i ever went whenever i go back eventually i'm like i have both of them installed if i stick the ps4 disc in i don't get to choose which one comes up on the home screen i just have two fucking icons that are right next to each other <laughs> taking up a fifth of the hot bar it reminds me of when you put in the Danganronpa Decadence trilogy on your Switch. On Switch, or and it just fucking and it just infected your Switch. It's like fucking malware. You got the Monokuma virus. Yeah, genuinely. It's just like, oh, did you want a fucking horny anime on main, dude? There you go. It's like. Despair. <laughs> it's just, oh no. Spike Shunsov just fucking shit all over my home screen. What the hell is this? Like, no. Disgusting. And it, uh, <laughs> honestly, dude, like PlayStation needs to fucking step up their game. Like at least, at least with future games, you know now, right? Is no more free upgrades. If you buy a PS4 version, you just pay ten dollars to upgrade it to PS5. At least we now have this. This Horizon scummy shit. Miles Morales was same price on PS4 and PS5. Yeah. This Horizon, I don't know why, because. It's as if they did it on purpose because they knew how beloved the original was and how beloved Gorilla has become, especially over the PS4 generation. It's as if they chose this game because they knew that people would be, like, willing to put up with it. So It's like, if this was Gran Turismo, there would be riots in the streets because the five people that are going to buy Gran Turismo would be calling this out. Yeah. But, they confirm that God of War is going to have, like, a $10 upgrade? Yeah, they everything from okay. Gran Turismo onwards is $10 upgrade. Ah, all right. Imagine so, at the extra ten bucks for Gran Turismo all things. I know, right? But you know, at least next time I'll at like, least I will buy uh, physical for God of War and whatever because yeah. at least I know that I'm not being ripped off. I can't buy justify buying a fucking white box on my shelf because I don't want to be ripped off. Yeah. 
Because as much and as I love Horizon, I don't love it ten dollars more enough to just get a white sleeve. I'm, At that I'm rate, show I'll just up to buy the store it. And I'll get what I get. I guess. <laughs> I'm kind of hoping. I'm kind of hoping for you, Hunter, that the GameStop employee is like, "Yo, I'm not having my my homie that keeps buying games be fucking swindled <laughs> like this." Afloat. Yeah, I'm not yeah. gonna swindle him and give you the PS4 copy. Yeah. Um. But my god, oh, it's, oh, it's a tragedy, dude. Fucking tragedy. Like, honestly, <laughs> though. Like, yeah. It'd like, be funny I'm... if they ran out of PS5 copies when I went there. I'd be like, "Yo, just give me the PS4 version. It's no skin off my back." Yeah, if anything, you're <laughs> saving me money, so thank you. Like, I appreciate it. Like, oh. honestly, pay play sixty dollars for two games, play seventy for one. Ooh, what a deal! <laughs> trade Fucking offer, Christ, trade Fucking offer. Trade offer. I feel like that's I feel like that's a deal that even Nintendo wouldn't fucking do. Uh, and they like they like sell at least at, at least when they the yeah N sixty four online. <laughs> At least when they sell a game twice, Carly, at least have the audacity to call the second one a different name. You know, at least Pokemon Brilliant Diamond <laughs> and Shiny, but at least they changed the font on the box, at least. <laughs> oh, uh, anyway. Let's, uh, speaking, we're, of Pokemon. speaking of Pokemon, Carl, we, let's talk about it. We've both basically yeah. finished Legends of Arceus. You've you finished I did. It. I, finished, I finished Main Story, yeah. I am literally from Carl's... Uh, this like our little brief discussion that we've had i'm probably like an hour away from finishing the game uh i'm not very far either um so we've both basically finished so we can give our summary reports uh Mm -hmm. so that's fun how many hours did you spend in the end on it cal do you remember i think it was probably around 20 i didn't check my time afterwards but i would imagine it was around 20 yeah i'm i'm also i'm also at 25 hours right now uh i kind of went on a sideline for a good 10 of hours i'm like i'm like pokedex like level eight or whatever i went a bit out <laughs> there with my pokedex the yeah i got to the point where it was like there's no more rewards really and we're just gonna make the gap between eight and nine really long and i'm like okay this is where i'll just play the main story oh, now it's yeah. like an mmo getting to the, like the second to last level that you can get apparently those the gap between for experience is like always the worst that's yeah that's basically how yeah. it is because i remember because I got to level six, and at level six, it was like all Pokemon and of any level will now obey you. I'm like, okay, this is where the grind starts then, because I, there's basically no reward now for this shit. So I was like, okay, <laughs> cool. And you only need level five to beat the game, which I found out when Cal told me when I got to level five in the fucking second world. <laughs> um, so there was that congrats you can finish the video game and i was like bet i'm not gonna do that for a whole week let's go like no, can't i don't want that yeah but no kyle so There's you know that need catching the game's been out for a week what are your overall opinions obviously a lot when we played it it just come out right when we talked about it first yeah. so it was a lot of initial honeymoon period uh impressions what are your impressions now after you've spent some a decent chunk of time with it i i really liked this video game I think this is the step in the direction Pokemon needed. I didn't, like, while I was playing it, I didn't realize how tired I was on the Pokemon formula. You See, I did know, I did I know that. how bored, yeah. I did know how bored I was. That's the thing, was I had hit that breaking point where I'm like, this is, I'm done with this shit. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I remember, just, yeah, go on, sorry. I was just gonna say, no, I was gonna continue my thought. I was just yeah, saying, go for it. um, it's just a refreshing change of pace, just, because even with games like Colosseum and Gale of Darkness from back in the day, like those 
still they had a gimmick catching shadow pokemon but it was still like follow the the pokemon formula just minus the gyms yeah this is to me the best pokemon game since hot gold and soul silver and that's saying a lot for me obviously people this is not an insult to gen 5 i know a load of people love gen 5 gen 5 was at that perfect point where i was no longer young enough to just button mash my way through and think it was a good game uh Mm -hmm. but i also wasn't old i was also not old enough to appreciate all of the quality of life stuff and all the work that went into gen 5 right so it was kind of like in the middle stage where when gen 5 gets a remake i'm actually looking forward to it and i hope they do a less (laughs) shit job than they did with brilliant diamond and shining pearl hopefully no chibis yeah i'm i'm honestly hoping that brilliant diamond and shining pearl had that bad a reception which it did that they're actually going to be like oh shit if we do another remake we should probably we try this outsource time this yeah, again. we should probably try this time or if you are going to outsource it outsource it to someone that's going to do a fucking good job um, give it to monolith soft genuinely or something <laughs> actually don't because i would like them to actually make a fucking video a good game that i'd enjoy instead of working on pokemon personally um Come on, dude they could have made Legends Arceus. This is the Kill God story. <laughs> true, true. But no, it's... It's, it's right I, up their alley. I remember saying to you, Hunter, I remember when this game was coming out, because I'd finished Mass Effect, I was like, you know, Legends is coming... Arceus is coming out, so I'll play Arceus for two days, and then I'll have, like, three weeks to play uh, a game in between now and Forbidden West, because I was like, I, I was already lined up to hate this fucking video game to be like yeah more pokemon <laughs> shy next i'll play mass effect 2 or whatever in between i think i was gonna play ai the zomnium files um yeah. and now here i am like a week later and i'm still playing it and i've put like 25 hours into it and it is genuinely the best pokemon game i think i've i've played in recent times uh it's genuinely the most fun i've had in a pokemon game since hot gold and soul silver i've not felt this way about a pokemon game since then um yeah. It's just so refreshing to the point where when I first got it, I was like, this is a cool spin-off. And now I'm thinking if whatever the next Pokemon game is, when it's not this, I don't care. <laughs> it genuinely has sealed the deal that I do not care about a traditional Pokemon anymore. Yeah. Because it's basically made... It, I mean, traditional Pokemon was already arbitrary, but it's made it even more arbitrary <laughs> to the point where... Now, I don't see myself going back to old Pokemon and having fun. Do like you any think there's a fun. way that they could take some of the things that they've put into this game and apply it to yes. more traditional Pokemon to make it interesting to you? Yes, but here's my thing is, I don't think that there is a way for them to make a combination of these two on the Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. I think that the next Legends game, whatever it is, should be on whatever the successor to the Switch is. And I think that it's 100% possible. I do believe it's 100% possible. But I also... It's not just the spi- it's not just the spice in terms of the variety of gameplay that is what's doing it for me. It's the setting. It's the, it's the everything about it. It's not... Character I, the character interaction is just everything about it. I love being in the past. Like, this is like... This must have been, right, when people loved Ghost of Tsushima because of its, like, you know, when it had, like, all of its, like, Japanese, like, traditional, like, film kind of style, noir-style kind of effects that you could do and all that shit. And people just liked living that way. I just love seeing the Pokemon world in that kind of feudal Japan era. I just like Mm -hmm. 
this kind of idea of going back to before the modern day bullshit setting of everybody having trainers and Timmy's on the fucking hillside that have got three fucking budoos and are going to come at me every five minutes. I'm like, no, don't want that. I just love the idea of having these vast like landscapes that no one has really interacted with and you just get to interact with. And it's one of those, it's such a great example of basing your story on restraints of the gameplay. And what I mean by that is, is you can tell that the reason that these massive open worlds have got nothing in them and stuff like that is because of the constraints of the the hardware and there's nothing that they can really do. They're like, okay, we're just going to have vast planes because this is all we can really fucking work with on the Switch. But it works so damn well. Mm -hmm. Um, And even things that I thought I wouldn't like, like having a central town and having not all the areas connected. I thought, this sucks. Why aren't they all connected? I actually really fucking like that. Because it allows for them to actually think about level design. Where it's like, okay, these are going to be made for specific things. Like Breath of the Wild. I love Breath of the Wild, right? But anything that's in terms of level design is strictly in shrines, in dungeons, right? Those are the finely crafted areas. the, The beauty of Breath of the Wild's open world is half of the things that are fun about it and most of the shit that you get on with you feel isn't intended <laughs> you feel yeah. like you're you're bending the game to your will not the other way around whereas in this game i'm having fun collecting shit i'm having fun doing stuff but at the same time it all feels like it was meant to be it feels mm. like game freak had a real for once in their life they had a fucking think about what they've done and they're like okay <laughs> how can we do this and it's just even stuff like it's even stupid stuff like characters actually having expressions and actually having characters that aren't bland for once in their life even the quote-unquote boring characters that would have been boring in previous games at least have some semblance of character to them and it's Mm. like man i don't know if i want another main pokemon game i'd like to just see another region in this area like go through different things of like like could you like just imagine going to somewhere else like i can imagine the gala version of this where it's like yeah, medieval I I england i can imagine that would be so cool that would get that, that might be the thing that would make me go oh yay medieval thing yeah like medieval, have a med- that'd be, that'd be like have cool. a medieval one in gala or just like just it, just like the idea of like going to different like seeing you nova in this style as well like <laughs> Imagine, imagine a you know, like it'd be really because bad you know, for like, it's like America. I'm sitting yeah. here thinking like this goofy Pokemon colonial. Yeah, yeah, it'd be a really fucking yeah, it'd be a really awful time in history to go and visit from like an <laughs> like from like a point of view. So hear me out in terms of like politics and all that stuff terrible idea but in terms of pokemon having you basically be the people that find you know of it and have a look around right really bad in terms of actual history but in terms of maybe pokemon history it's a lot of nicer time right. like <laughs> wild west or something instead oh that'd be sick actually wild west wild west pokemon that'd be sick red dead redemption meets pokemon hype <laughs> you can finally meet the people who decided to build castelia city next to a desert yeah exactly they probably were cowboys um but no it's just that idea of just exploring different places or fuck it go to somewhere that isn't based on an original location go and see different pokemon regions go yeah go and see different pokemon regions that we haven't seen yet it's just Mm. interesting stuff like that um to get back to your point i feel like the mix between this would be a full-on open world pokemon where it's like you know, there are eight cities and eight gyms all around this area, right? But in between is this vast expanse. I don't think we're anywhere near getting that because the Switch can barely run this, never mind fucking something on that scale. 
Yeah. And also at one the same thing... time, oh, go on, Carl. Um, no, I was just gonna say one thing. I'd always, I always really wanted from a Pokemon game was like, you've got your eight gyms and you can just like choose wherever you want to go, tackle them in whatever order you want, and then have all the gym leaders like have teams built to scale to whatever your level is on how many badges you have. Yeah, have it level scale is definitely Instead again that's something that I would want down the same path every time. Yeah, hundred percent. That's definitely something I'd want from that as well. But again, it's one of those things where it's like the beauty of this game as well is you don't have those ba- you don't have those large battles, which is all, like yeah. when a battle happens, it's actually a breath of fresh air, and you actually have to think because yeah. trainers have very few Pokemon, but with the agile moves and the strong moves, it's so weird to me how such a simple mechanic can change how a battle feels to the point of yeah. it's. It's nowhere near to the standard of this, but it's almost, it feels to me as if it's almost like a persona move with like your one mores and your baton passes where just simple things that just add spice to what's usually a very tedious and boring combat system is so refreshing to have the idea of, okay, if I do an agile move now, it'll actually change the turn order. So I might have an advantage later or, oh shit, the enemy did an agile move. Now I need to rethink what I was planning on doing. The amount of times where I was like, oh yeah. I can just do this. I can just use flamethrower now. It'll probably deal half the damage. Then they'll do a move at me. And then I'll just use flamethrower again. Easy win, right? There we go. Mm -hmm. Easy win of the battle. The amount of times I've had the enemy then use an agile style and whoop my ass before I even get that second (laughs) turn is like, oh God, why? There was was one battle near endgame where the opponent used quick attack, got another turn because of how priority works in this game. And then it used an agile move, got another turn. And then just like wiped out two of my Pokemon, and I'm like, okay. Something game. similar. Yeah, something similar happened to me with the Gudra. There's like a Gudra near the, the end of the game, <laughs> where I was like, it's a Gudra. Dude. Yeah. It's chunky as hell. It's not going to do anything. Then it somehow got the turn order to do three moves on me in a row and obliterated the thing that was my good yeah. Pokemon against it. And I was like, oh god, now I've got to actually think about it. <laughs> and just the idea of having these fights that are challenging but at the same time it's not six pokemon no one has six pokemon in this game except for you like literally no like nobody has six pokemon in this game it's all i think the most i've seen is three so far maybe it's four or four or five is like the most yeah like it's hardly any and it's just super interesting to have this world and again, it's one of those things where, to me anyway, it's done this thing where I no longer care about whatever semblance of a care I had of mainline Pokemon has definitely gone out of the window. When the yeah. next version of this comes out, I will 100% be buying it and I'll be there day one. And I'm sure it's going to be oh, great. Yeah. But next mainline Pokemon game, I might play because I might want to confirm that I do hate it or whatever. But it's like, <laughs> I'm not going to... This has proven to me that Game Freak can actually do something with Pokemon. Mm-hmm. That it's not as dead as I thought it was. So, because this isn't even like their older spin-off games where they give it to give the Pokemon IP to someone else, like with Mystery Dungeon, how they gave it to Spike Chunsoft. Mm-hmm. Like this is just Game Freak finally being competent, and they don't feel like they're handhelds either. And 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 I mean handhelding, like handholding. I don't mean handheld in yeah. terms of Game Boy. <laughs> I mean like in terms of they don't feel like they're holding your hand all the way through it. It genuinely does feel like 
an older Pokemon for an older mm-hmm. audience in a weird way. And it's still got those basic accessibilities for where I'm sure a kid will still enjoy it and probably enjoy it as much as anyone else because you actually throw yeah. the fucking Pokeballs at them, right? But <laughs> to me, it almost has got to a point where this may have made the mainline fucking arbit- like pointless. Oh, where yeah. it's like now genuinely i feel like they could get away with let's go and whatever this is and cut the middleman out entirely because i don't know who the middleman is for other than competitive fires and to that i say right. hey pokemon maybe make just make a free-to-play competitive fire game make just a maybe, battle simulator a battle game. Simulator game. like for if re- they did like... just do away with that and just stuck to let's go and then this they could milk that for a while before ever even needing to create a new region too yeah mm-hmm. genuinely and it's like you can you can basically have them you can imp- you can use you can still have pokemon bank you can still have the imports right you can import pokemon into it and stuff like that but it's like for people who want battling make them a battle game then give the hardcore fans have the legends franchise give the casuals the let's go i don't see the point for the middle option other than yeah other than we need more pokemon to add to the battle thing it's like it seems like it's a point it, it genuinely does seem pointless brilliant diamond and shining pearl aren't even the vgc standard game to play no they're still playing on sword and shield and i feel like it'll be that way until gen 9 comes out either later this year or until in in next year whenever it comes out yeah um because we can guarantee they are not doing another sword and shield i can tell you that for a fact no um time has passed but they did they did dlc and i think that's that's their lot but no I am genuinely surprised about how much I liked a Pokemon game. I did not see this coming. Like, I literally can go Me back too. three weeks ago to the fantasy draft, and I was like, <laughs> really, Kyle? You got to pick Legends Arceus? <laughs> Pokemon's never good. And then I'm sitting here like, holy shit, I actually have enjoyed my time with Legends Arceus. So, uh, there's obviously the nitpicks. Ob- there's obviously plenty of nitpicks. It looks like ass. Um, yeah, but like. The crafting might be a bit too basic. Uh, I think the side quests I are also basic crafting. I also think the side quests are also a bit too basic. The amount of po- the amount of side quests that are just like I want to see a Pokemon, and then you've already caught it because you're you're playing a game where you catch a load of Pokemon, and it's like thank you, mission <laughs> complete, cool. And then the only ones that are challenging the, ar- the arbitrary on the other side of the spectrum, where it's like collect 107 rift like orb like little orb fragment things. I'm like fuck off. <laughs> oh, like, I still have to do that. Ezio's feathers. No, I'm not doing it. I've done every yeah, side yeah. quest up to this point. Yeah, except that sounds that. like the I'm kind like, of no. thing where I would not bother. Like, sure, if they want one, and I have it. You see, you have to to complete the Pokedex if you wanted to complete the Pokedex. Yeah, I probably unless you got someone else to do it for you and then traded that Pokemon over to you because there is still trading but you know you're basically having one of your friends is being sacrificed to do it you just have to pick who uh but yeah it's great i feel like it's one of those games that i feel like we should have a review of it at some point but writing it's a game I <laughs> it sure sucks that i didn't pick it maybe, up maybe yeah maybe maybe i should be like yo kyle you do some writing while i fucking do the backlog of the other video that you wrote and then we'll just do it like a, we'll do it like we'll do like a tag team where it's like i'll quickly do the production side you do the writing side and then i'll just be like we'll just cheer them out because i feel like this is a game that we should have talked covered more i mean we have been covering it quite a bit but hey we can try that we can try I can try and pump something out this week. See, Sounds like a see plan. See where I can get. 
I will try and find let my see if my work will let me have some fucking please sir can i actually go home on time no (laughs) that's i do enjoy my work by the way it's just very busy anyway thunder you've been Ah, playing ace attorney shall we talk about i sure did i finished the the first game in the great ace attorney chronicles collection i have moved on to i'm in like the third case of the second game right now but i've god i love this series I love, I love this series. I love the cast. the The Victorian era is so suited to this thing. Mm. Like that already speaks to me in like a spiritual level already. It's so, just one of those things that you, you you just you just hear it and you're like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. You know, yeah, you like, just instantly. Ace Attorney, yeah. Sherlock Holmes, obviously. Like it's it's like well, it's when I watched Gotham by Gaslight, the Batman movie that threw Batman in like that era. I'm like, oh, that is a matchup that I like a lot too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah the one thing about the first game in particular since i'm done with that that i would be interested to know what the reception of it was when it originally came out because uh the way it ends is very clearly like oh a bunch of hanging threads that you're gonna have to wait for to be resolved in the next one and in the in all the other games really that had been in all of like the mainline Phoenix Wright games, most of those were self-contained. There were certain elements that would carry over from game to game, but it wasn't like anything that was like, oh, you wait for the next one to be resolved, kind of thing. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been, I wouldn't be shocked if that made a lot of people upon the first Great Ace Attorney's release angry. But it's no skin off my back. Since game is being the, angry. Never. It's not allowed. But since I've got, like, the uh, collection (laughs) here, I'm not really too dismayed since I just moved on after a day of just letting that sit. (laughs) But um, I need to get into Ace Attorney. I do. It's one of those. Yeah, you liked Danganronpa, and I believe this to be I do. I love Danganronpa, dude. (laughs) I love Danganronpa so much. I love how much I hate Danganronpa. It's so I, I believe that you would actually like this in a way that's not this I, I actually peculiar. do like Danganronpa. I do actually like I have It has its, it has its flaws. He likes two of them. I like two yeah. of the. Uh, yeah. Uh, to be fair, two is also growing on me. Because oh, yeah. it's playing two that I don't like. I've been watching people play through two, and I'm surprisingly enjoying it because I'm like, ah, I don't have to control it. This is fun watching yeah. people go through the train wreck of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I I know I'd enjoy Ace Attorney. Yeah. It's just, I think I think that it's on sale on PlayStation right now. I might have to get and get into it. Yeah, the like Phoenix Wright trilogy goes on sale pretty frequently for like fifteen bucks a lot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and I've really enjoyed these. My friends that I talk to, that uh, they are oftentimes baffled by my ability to figure out mysteries in games. Like I, when I played Somnium Files, I was talking to one of them and just sending my madman theories to him because he had already played it, mm-hmm. just to see how, just for him to be befuddled at how close or far from the mark I. Oh, would like be. I do with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah essentially nice <laughs> so because they haven't played this game yet i've just been keeping a document where i write my madman string oh, really? down. <laughs> you see that's next level that's later. next level because you see i was like that with persona but because um 
I was I was talking to my friend Eamon about it a lot. So I was giving him all my man man theories where there's a good point in like the whole of May 2019 or whatever. I was literally every day I was just spamming him with messages of I don't like that. Like just, you know, like instant garbage thoughts where it's just like you have a comment. Like as if you were just, yeah. if, if someone's in the room <laughs> as you were playing it, you just throw them this garbage. Yeah, I know it exactly might not mean, mean anything. It'd I just would... be like, I'd just like send him stuff like, you know, I'd be like, this person's a prick and just send it no context and just oh, like that's dude, all I keep my, ju- my opinions on people <laughs> stay in this document too it's not it's not exclusively this factual analysis of things it's also like oh this person's theme song is great but no just yeah just uh but yeah i i, I seem to have that talent of just throwing madman predictions and then ending up landing bang on it and i kind of hate myself for it in a lot of ways uh my mom also hates me because i like i can just like pick up it's like christmas i just pick up a box and i'm like it is this and i open it up and it is and my mom's like you're no fun i'm the same with that with video games where it's yeah, like uh... danganronpa 2 i think within the first fucking five minutes i guess what the plot twist was and i just went to hunter i'm like it's this yeah, sam was yeah, really bad at because you said sam was in the call with you yeah. at the time and he was bad at keeping that close to the chest yeah it at was least funny. i would have been like hmm and just not responded beyond that. <laughs> Interesting theory. It was. It was a allow uh, me to retort. Yeah, it was. It was something. Um, but I'm. I'm just terrible with that. But I also do enjoy it because I do just love rambling about things. Uh, as you go yeah. through a video game, it is fun. Yeah, a lot of times, like I'm not even always bang on. I'm like adjacent to the truth or. To be fair, a lot of times it's like a shotgun method too, where I just mm-hmm. throw a million different theories <laughs> and become attached to the one that happens to be close to being right. <laughs> but as far as like the you know the way they structure the cases and stuff in just the individual level, I think all of the mysteries there are pretty well constructed. Got they're wild enough to be like, oh, uh, there's a bit of twist, but you can see how you'd arrive there. Yeah, kind of thing the cast is fantastic it's amusing to me that i've that we've clowned on herlock sholmes being the uh you know little <laughs> copyright dodging thing when you know there uh, he's in the public domain though yeah so that's free actually you know i did i did a bit of reading about that there are a couple of sherlock holmes stories that aren't there's ah. still a copyright on them hmm. and i forget which ones they are now but so, but is the character in the of, public domain though um like it depends is the way it works is like it can't be him in this particular story or a version of it but i oh yeah okay fair enough so, so i don't know if maybe that one of the stories that was copy is, is still under copyright and so they had to be used maybe. here so they might well, maybe they to. just did it for but shits and ghouls they were just like oh, it, her it, show. also yeah it's super <laughs> on brand and we as persona 5 fans <laughs> totally neglected the fact that that was the exact the same name that uh arson lupin used for his little thing oh yeah yeah maurice leblanc he just named his guy herlock Sholmes because they wouldn't play nice with him <laughs> there was the whole class set i as soon as i read about the copyright thing i'm like wait a minute persona had a whole like classroom segment dedicated to this <laughs> hey dude I, it's been two years since i went to school so you know <laughs> yeah give me a break i forgot i think 
I think this is the first time I'm ever hearing someone actually mention that they learned something in a Persona classroom. Oh no, I've learned so much in Persona <laughs> classrooms that sometimes I just bring random shit up and I'm just like, yeah, that was in the Persona classroom. Is there are the, some things you know, that the, I you know, know the, and then there are some yeah. things that they actually do, like little factoids that they teach me. I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, dude, it was like... Um... It's like the color puzzle. I don't remember if it was in four or five, but it was like, you know, how many colors do you need in this pattern or whatever to, it was like, how many unique colors do you need to fill this pattern in? And the answer was three, I think. I was like, wow, useless information that I'll ever, that I'll never, that I'll never use. Hype. But no, I I need to get into it. I know it's good because people don't shut up about it, but it's so good. One day. I, I, I wouldn't be shocked if by the time I'm done with the second game here that like is a full story. This was like one of my favorites. Nice. The prosecutor's like my spirit animal. He's like a vampire. Of it's course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but no. Well, I'll get to it. One day. One, one day. day. We can dream. Okay. The most exposure I've had to Ace Attorney is that Phoenix Wright is in Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Because Incredible. reasons. Nice. And that's it. Yeah. Do we need any more? Oh, no. speaking of, guys, just refresh my Twitter. Oh, what's that? A uh, Twitter user who is an Xbox fanboy. Thank you, Twitter. Don't mind if I block. Thank you. There we go. There's another one. <laughs> Funny enough, last refresh, it was a PlayStation person. So it's like variety. It's like, like Twitter's like, variety, yeah, right. so you blocked a PlayStation fanboy. Here's an Xbox one for you. Uh, also, Twitter just got an excellent tweet where he's like, I guess I'll finally cross the bridge. You know the bridge at the start, Kyle, that blocks you from uh, getting to the uh, to get yeah. into the girl with the munchlax? Uh, yeah. <laughs> this guy's like, finally time, and he's a sick star member, and he has a party of six Snorlaxes that are all level 50, and he's about to cross that first bridge. <laughs> He has literally completed the Pokedex entries for all 41 of the Pokemon that you can get at the start of, like... Dude, that's the other fun part about Arceus, is that you can just, like, break this game if you want to. Yeah, it's great. And just um, have, like, your sick party of six Snorlaxes and go mollywop the rest of yeah, the game. Yeah, that's the... Dude, the game doesn't stop you. This from... reminds me of that time in the anime where Ash sicked his Charizard on a Chikorita. <laughs> 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 That's this game, but it also does it back to you when you like find a level fifty Rapidash in the first area, and it's like you've got yeah, a level oh, five right. Bidoof, and you're like, "Fuck, it's overrun." <laughs> oh, Sorry, Bidoof, you're you're done for. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was funny. Um, did you want to talk about Strikers, Kyle, or did you want to save that until you've got more of an impression? It's up to you. Um, yeah, we can save it. Sure, we'll, do you want to hide that one in the bank? We'll hide it in the bank. Yeah. Okay. Stash that away. Sorry, Saving Persona, Persona for a later date. Who would have guessed? We never do yeah. that. Nah. This is an old game. Who cares? Our fan base Apparently does. nobody. It's my like, worst performing review. Oh, yeah. The review did awful. <laughs> but the, the, the review Damn, did... Hunter, what the hell? The review did awful. Listen, man. <laughs> yeah. Arcadia Fallen's trucking at like 70 views. <laughs> So the thing, yeah, the thing is, though, the thing with the spoiler cast for Persona Five Strikers did well on both podcasts and on YouTube. 
It was just the review. It was just the review. For some reason, I don't understand. I I feel like I must have released it at like the worst time ever or something because it just like Mm -hmm. died like on like on arrival. Even even Aegis Rim, which was several months late uh, late at that point, like like came out the previous year, so it's old news got more (laughs) attention. (laughs) Yeah, the Strikers review is definitely our least performing (laughs) review. Yeah. Which is kind of funny. Arcadia falling, climbing up the ranks there. Dude, it's like, yeah, I think it's the fourth best at this point. Uh, wow. That's actually pretty damn impressive. What's number one, Metroid? Uh, No, Returnal. Yeah. Oh, Returnal. Yeah, I, I always forget. Returnal's, Returnal's that far Returnal's up the nearly list. At a, like... <laughs> it's nearly at a thousand. It's got like nine. No, guys, go, and re- re- go rewatch the Returnal review. Get it up to 1k. Yeah. It's so high up. It's like, we couldn't have possibly made that. Yeah, we couldn't have. Then it was Metroid. Then was what was number three? Hades. Hades. It might be over. Arcade's overtaken. Crash. Yeah. Fuck. Although Crash is still <laughs> Crash. Crash is at sixty nine, which I'll take. Uh, oh. Who's the real winner? Hunter, of course. But you know, <laughs> alas, um, alas. Anyway, that's all fun. It's all fun. So yeah, it's definitely. Oh, hang on. Yeah, even Chris Tales overtook uh, the, the Strikers one, Hunter. Yeah, Chris Tales has got like 50-some at this point. Yeah, yeah. well, there you go. If you guys... And yeah, Sentinel's Rin also did that. Wow. Resident Evil Village also was like the second lowest. I know, Hyrule Warriors is also that. Anyway, we're getting down a rabbit hole. We don't need to talk about this. Go and watch <laughs> all of our reviews that I thought we did. We've got Hunt- like 10. Yeah, Hunter's made nine of them. Yo, good yeah. job, Hunter. <laughs> My favorite. I have one that's still in the oven. <laughs> <laughs> I have like five that are still the in game. the oven. <laughs> My Life is Strange uh, one is done. At some point, not in February, because February is a fucking like death sentence. I'm not sending a Life is Strange it's review, review season, out. man. It's review. <laughs> Reviews are in the air. <laughs> that's like I keep hearing that, and I'm like, oh man, this is yeah. funny. I'm gonna have to like cut my. I'm gonna have to like truncate my Sifu review so I can have time to play Horizon. Oh yeah, <laughs> Horizon might genuinely have to be a tag team effort on that one. Like it might have yeah. to. We might actually have to powers combine that shit so that we can get out in time. Um, and like Elden Ring, especially as Elden Ring is literally one. like a week or two after that. Is like ugh, yeah. make. I it don't stop. think like at least with Resident Evil and Returnal, those were. Resident Evil was really short, and Returnal was easy enough to be in timely Ooh, fashion. Controversial take there, Hunter. Controversial. I just said timely fashion. I didn't even mean like easy, easy. Even it took me nine hours. You're all bad. You're all bad. It took me nine hours, dude. I died three times. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Did we play the same game? <laughs> did we yeah, play the same game, so, Returnal fans? Did we? Those weren't hard to make reviews for quickly, and you know. But, yeah. like, Elden Ring is big. Elden Ring's a big boy. Uh, but no. It's been fun. It'll, it'll be, it'll be, Elden Ring will be interesting. I might pick up Elden Ring as well. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. It is review season, after all. And then Kyle can pick up the Rio yeah. with Triangle Strategy. <laughs> and then we're good. And then the death of video games happens again. Hooray. Uh, death of video games. Yeah. We're finally free. Freedom. <laughs> We can finally talk about movies on this podcast. <laughs> uh, just like we did last week. Just like we did, yeah. Why not? 
Uh, what uh, movies do you guys want to spoil this week? Uh, no. I don't know. I haven't watched anything I didn't since watch Spider-Man. I, I can, I'll, I'll pre-spoil Uncharted. It's probably terrible. I would not be shocked. Yeah. You know, I got a free ticket to that. What? If nice. you bought the upgrade, if you bought the upgrade to Uncharted within like the first week, they gave you a movie ticket. So basically, either you get the video game for free if you were going to go and watch the movie, or you get to go and watch the movie for free if you were going to go buy the video game. I'm like, fucking brand fair synergy. Yeah. I'm like, fair enough, because I kind of want to play Uncharted 4 again soon, so I just bought it, and it was like, here's your, here's your free cinema ticket. I'm like... I forget. Did oh, you ever God. play Lost Legacy? What? Me? Like, Lost, I played Lost Legacy, yeah. It's great. I couldn't recall. Yeah. It's great. I like it. You should play it. It's good. I might one day, because I like Chloe, so... It's really good. It's like a condensed Uncharted 4. I like it quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I guess that's been our show. Uh, as always, all links are on screen right now. Well, they took forever to come in. You can find us on your favorite social medias if your favorite social media <laughs> is Twitter. Go follow us. Yeah. Uh, but hey, shall we see if the promo video crashes this time? Yeah, Let's I find out. But no. if you don't want to follow us on Twitter and just want to keep up to date with the show, that's cool too. You can go and follow us on Twitter at HotGamersOnly or subscribe to the YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash HotGamersOnly. And hey, if you don't want to look at our stupid faces, that's cool too. You can find us on your favorite podcast service. Just search for Hot Games Only on your favorite podcast service and we'll be there. Like iTunes, Spotify, we're there. Search for us. Simple as that. We didn't crash. Hooray! <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's been our show. Thank you ever so much for hanging out with us this week. Next week, Big Milestones, episode 100. It's also Valentine's Day, so what tragedy will happen next week? You're going to have to find out. <laughs> It's a real mystery. It's a real yeah. mystery. We don't know. We'll find out. Uh, but it's a big one, so make sure you tune in. Uh, and then, like Hunter says, then it becomes review season as we uh, have Elden Ring, Horizon, Triangle Strategy. Everyone's going to be playing Babylon's Fall, Hunter. Everyone. Everyone. We're all playing it. <laughs> well, except for me. <laughs> now I'm dragging you into it. There's no way. Like by the time that, by the time that tri- Triangle Strategy is coming out too soon after Elden Ring and Horizon, I'm not even going to have one of those done, let alone both. <laughs> hey, I'll be there to pick up the slack. It's, it's fine. We'll be there. Yeah, we'll get through it. Probably. <laughs> All we know is Cal doesn't care, and we'll just be playing Triangle Strategy in the corner, being like, "Yay, fun time." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But if I if I feel inclined, I might like jot down some notes for a review we'll see we'll see we'll see it'd be more than i do for the review process <laughs> i mean my thing is like i want to finish a game before i review it and i don't think i'm gonna be able I to mean, finish that's what i do as mine well. is i just scream at the fucking screen <laughs> i'm like this is my my this is my thought process <laughs> ah! there you go <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I don't think triangle strategy is going to be a thing i have done in a timely manner that's what you think. Then you'll binge it in like twenty hours. I mean, it could it could be fucking short. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, it's just a shame that the game's coming out after my vacation. Oh. Timely manner is also kind of up in the air. Like, what is it? Returnal came out a month. The, my review for that came out like a month after the game did. Who knows? I don't least. know what a timely manner is. Like, I've, I I have no clue. <laughs> like, I I have no clue no, when's the best point cares. to release it. Do you guys? If you're still listening at this point, do you guys <laughs> care? when our reviews go up would you rather that they come out come out 
when the game comes out or do you like it more when we have a bit of time and you've also played the game and you can see if your opinions match what we think because for some reason it seems like our reviews that come out later do better so i'm like is that is that a strat do we just stay out of the original bubble and then post later who knows so i just looked it up um triangle strategy comes out the friday at the end of my vacation hell yeah so perfect perfect that you can roll into the weekend dude roll into that weekend dude maybe i'll take monday off hell yeah i have that i have that tuesday off actually there you go that's stonks wait hold on hold on pause (laughs) there we go pauses there you go uh that's a nice that sounds like a plan but hey We'll be back same time, same place next week for a very special episode that will probably be filled with tragedy, uh, but we'll see. Uh, But you're going to have to tune in for that one. Uh, But until then, have an awesome week. Fingers crossed no news has happened as we've released this episode. Fingers crossed. Um, (laughs) It wouldn't even matter because of the topic for next week. Can you believe, insert company here, but insert developer here. There you go. Now I can just edit that in in the last minute if we need it. Perfect. (laughs) Anyway. You know what? No, let's call our shots. What do you guys think will happen? I what this week? Buy, I think Nintendo will buy Namco Bandai. Yeah, I, I, I was gonna say, I think Nintendo buys themselves a snow cone for doing such a good job. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see. Anyway, we're just chatting shit now. We'll let you guys go. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week. Yeah, see you next time. Bye. See ya. Toodaloo.